You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome back to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. I just want to ask you guys how your new year is so far. Mine just got better and brighter as our next guest brightens up any room she walks into and is definitely known for her charismatic and vibrant personality from her breakout role in the Broadway musical Hairspray to her captivating performances on television and in films. She has firmly established herself as a force to be reckoned with in the entertainment industry with her infectious energy and undeniable stage presence. She has captured the hearts of audiences around the world. She is a Tony Award winning actress and singer. The first ever winner of Celebrity Big Brother, season six semifinalist on Dancing with the Stars, and cancer survivor who just celebrated 23 years of being cancer free and a role model to millions of people, including myself. I'll never forget the positive and fun energy she brought to the ballroom week in and week out during her time on the show, which would always put a smile on my face. She's gone through so many ups and downs in her life and continues to help so many people by bravely sharing her story with the world. To say that my next guest's vulnerability and transparency is something I truly admire would be an understatement. Please welcome to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans, my friend who just reminded me that we haven't crossed paths in 16 years. Holy hell, time flies. Anyway, please welcome my long lost friend, Marissa Jarrett Winoker to the podcast. Marissa! It's been 16 years, as you have reminded me. It's, we look the same. You look better. You look better. <laughs> you, look be- <laughs> you look better. You look better. I was actually noticing that like a few weeks ago. I was on your Instagram. I was like, she looks good. Thanks. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you, miss, I mean, I cannot believe, first of all, time freaking flies. Welcome to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. You have so many fans. You've got, like, we do this thing, uh, fan questions at the end, and you've had the most questions by far than anyone else that I've interviewed. And I've interviewed... Is that because I, like, reposted your post? Maybe other people don't repost your post. They repost. They do. So you've got tons of love, and people love you, as do I. 
you know, this podcast is very heavily about Dancing with the Stars. And have you ballroom danced since your time on Dancing with the Stars? No, not (laughs) How dare you? Not once. I know. Well, you know what? There was that pocket of time right when I was finished, which like they never asked me to do the tour, which I was always so bummed about. Like I was like, why aren't I doing the tour? F Wait, you. did you share that you'd like, did you tell them you want to do it? I probably, I probably didn't. And I <laughs> probably, probably was busy. Yeah. The truth is like, I like, God bless Dance with the Stars. Like I like my career. Like I, obviously I have a phenomenal career yes. and I'm very like, I, I'm so grateful for everything. So, but I do remember, like, I always want to do everything. So I do remember being like, I want to do it. But there was that pocket <laughs> of time where whatever wedding I went to, someone would be like, let's do the Foxtrot. I'm like, yeah, are you going to come to my house and practice for three weeks before I get up and do this foxtrot? So, or do you know I, like, my routine? Because that's all I know. That's all I know. Like, I could probably there's some of the dances that I did so many times in my house that, like, if I went and stood in that spot in my house, I could probably do the rumba the same. Wait, do you know what I mean? Are you even still in the same house than when you were? I am amazing. Yeah. So, I actually just moved. I'll tell you later when we're done here where I moved to. But I, I was also in my home for 16 years, and it's interesting how like your senses really. You know, there's certain places in your house that remind you of certain things and people. And yes, some may be great memories, some may not be so great memories. But uh, some are the reason you move after 16 years. Correct. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so take us back to how you got approached to doing the show, and if you were a fan, what. Oh the gosh. heck happened? Yeah, no, no. I was a listen. I I'm one of those crazy people that when I become a fan of something, I'm like, I am your most biggest super fan. Like, I am super. I was a super fan from season one. Like, I watched season one, one with like, like one. I watched season one, and I remember when, like, for me, I would like get on the treadmill and watch the dances and like <laughs> run and be like, wow. And and Matt Morrison was like living in my back room. This was before he did Glee and was like, he was like, yeah, I love dancing, and I was like no, but watch this show. And I remember like making him watch the show with me and I'd be like running and like, and, um, Julianne Huff, she had like her, that curly perm hair and the tiger outfit. And I came and watched Lisa Renna and I sat in the audience and I was like, this is the most fun ever. This is like, I have to be a part of this, but like, like, who do you even ask? Like, I didn't even know, like, that wasn't a thing in my life. Cause I was like such a, like an actress. I wasn't like, going on a reality show do you know oh was it like that back then you know how like i'm an actor so i can't yes. do reality and do you know what the agent i had at the time actually after i was like i'm gonna do dancing with the stars and they were like when i got the offer i went to my manager not my agent and um and dina was casting then yeah. and she called my age my manager and my agent was like no what are you thinking i'm like what are you thinking i'm leave <laughs> like i it happened both with big brother and with dancing with the stars i left my agent who I was my agent at that time for both those two shows. I'm like, I'm living my best life. Like, this is like, I'm, this is like, no, I'm doing all the fun things. And do you think like, honestly, like, okay. I mean, I have crossed paths with a lot of actors in my life. And do you, is it just like a whole, like, is it, it's not, it's a conspiracy theory. Like, it's not true that you don't get hired to right oh, to do other acting like, gigs because you, you did Dancing with the Stars it helps oh God, you when I, Dancing with the Stars literally relaunched my like I like had done theater I had done sitcom and then during Dancing with the Stars like before we were even like down to it I think I was like maybe episode four like we were still in like the top eight or whatever yeah and like and Sony was like let's make a talk show to you and I had like a full-on like year whole talk show deal oh they my were God, like what happened yeah 
I mean, it didn't happen. Dr. Oz. The truth of that story is <laughs> they picked, they were like, we can, we're only pushing one show. And then they were like, flew out to uh, Chicago. And I was like, oh, oh no. Like, I think I talked to not going to go. And they were like, we're going to do Dr. Oz. I'm like, are you? That sounds great. But I got the money. I mean, so who Dr. Cares? Oh, good for you. Dr. Oz wasn't asked to do dancing. With the stars. I think he would have. I think I've done a show and he said he would have probably done the show. Of course. But, and like Dr. Oz was a, is a talk. Like he was primed and ready. I was just like a funny girl who they were like, she's got a big mouth. She'll be a great talk show. But host, you, you still know I mean? no. but you would be like, you still can. It's never too late. I am not. I when I did the talk, I was horrible. I was in that, well, that first was season with of the other talk. women. Fair, fair, but I don't know. I think I like like talking too much. But you like, can I hold like- your own, hence why you need your own talk show. Fair, 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 fair. I have to say, so you said in one of your interviews that you were a fan of Tony's because of him and Stacey Keebler. So you did watch. Yeah. Did they ask you during your meeting, like initial meeting? Did you, who do you want to dance with? I actually, what's so crazy is I remember when they called me and at the time my surrogate was three months pregnant. We were three months pregnant. My surrogate was three months pregnant. They called me to, to do dancing with the stars. And I had remember like we had got, I mean, this is so like, this is so too, too much information, but like when <laughs> we, we like, like that here, okay, good. Well, when we like knocked up the surrogate, you know, was literally during the Halloween special. So it was like <laughs> in that like October, November time when there was like, and I remember like we all sat and watched the Halloween special of dancing with the stars. And I was like, I love this show. You guys have to watch it. And my surrogate and her family, we all sat and watched the dancing with the stars. And then it was my birthday is February 2nd. And it was like that week of my birthday. They were like, Oh my God, you just got offered to do Dancing with the Stars. And I literally, when I tell you my, one of my best friends, Lucy Lawless had done like celebrity duets and they like paid zero dollars. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I of course go in, I was like, well, I'm not gonna make any money, but this is going to be the best experience of my entire life. And then I got the contract. I was like, wait, I make money on this show. Like I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I made more money doing Dancing with the Stars than I did stacked when I was like right. doing a TV like sitcom, you know? Oh, really? So, so it was good. But yeah, because it was good money. You were then, in yeah. the like, like, so I would say I remember being doing uh, Dancing with the Stars with Emmett Smith the first time around before All Star yep. season three. Yep. We had like Super Bowl ratings, supposedly. We had like 35 million people tune into this finale and it continued. Yeah. When I did it, I remember the president of ABC sent me a letter and I turned to my friend. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting a letter from the president of ABC. And he's like, yeah, you're literally on the number one show on TV. I'm like, oh, you're right. Like, because you're so like primed as an actress to be like, what do you you know what I mean? And, And that season six was like, I feel like I always say season six is like when it like changed and like the dancers got better. Like I would have like and my slot, I always felt like. Oh, then they always had the like cute chubby girl. Like I felt like I was the first like chubby girl to do it. I was the first one that was like, I'm a true fan. And I was like watching it being like, I'm just like you watching in your audience, like in your living room. And here I am doing like your dream too. Like I felt like that's why I did so well on the show because, and it was so, it was so real and so honest. And I genuinely was like, I'm so psyched to be here. And it was like the most stressful time of my like in my career but you never showed most. that though no because i knew if the audience truthfully it was that was on by choice i never so showed you it were because 100 honest 
I, so I wasn't 100% honest when it was like backyard interviews. You're right. I backyard was not. I was like, I'm I so backyard interviews. They'd be there at six oh, o'clock in the morning. Or no, your master interviews, master interviews. And they would be like, aren't you so stressed out? And I'd be like, no, why do you think that? You know, <laughs> trying not to like admit it. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You said that you had a strategy because they had asked you, um, I think her co-host asked you, so did you had a strategy with Big Brother? And so did you have a strategy when it came to Dancing with the Stars? Because please share, because I just still yeah. haven't figured it out. So go ahead. Well, what my strategy was or what your yes. strategy No, I don't have one. Go ahead. Well, 
No, my strategy 100% was in the beginning. Like, I mean, it was harder once I jumped into it, right? My strategy was, in theory, I was like, as I just said, like, I am just like you. We're on the dancing show together. And so whenever they were like, let's talk about cancer, I'm like, man, nobody wants to hear about cancer, you know? And I would like fight, I would fight my producer on it. I'm like, people just want to see me happy and having fun. The minute I show them I'm not having fun, they'll be like, let this poor girl leave, you know? Like, even though I was like so stressed out and like, I remember when I'd get voted to stay and the elevator, I'd be like, thank you, thank you. And the elevator would close, you know, and you're going up the elevator to do your costumes for next week. And I would just be crying I'm like they're never gonna let me leave like because I was so stressed and like but like and Tony was on the same train with me like Tony was like if I like started getting stressed out he would literally like take my hand and like squeeze it not like abusively but like squeeze it like (laughs) don't show like because he knew we both knew like the minute the like the like normal girl from home is like not happy we're we're done I mean listen I made it to the final four. But with do you all think that. you would have made it to the mirror ball if you would have shown no. your true colors? Why? No, 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 no. Because I'll tell you, because the week, listen, I was always the underdog from the beginning. I was like, she's like, and the, my, my scores were always low. They were always like, but that has nothing to only, do with the audience. Well, right. That's what I mean. Like the audience had to always save me. I was always the audience's choice. Right. And so when like, I remember them being like, Tony's dances aren't hard enough. What is Tony, like, give Tony, Tony, give her something to do. But like, and then like people with the producers would say to me, don't you want to do something harder? The, the judges are saying, Tony's not giving you hard stuff. And I'm like, but I knew if I was did like. they say this in front of Tony? Uh, the judges did, but the producers, no. What do you mean the judges did? The judges said, Tony, your choreography isn't yeah. challenging enough Oh my God, Marissa. go back. Oh my God, watch after my like quick step. Oh no, my oh, yeah, jive. Yeah, yeah, that ain't good. My jive and he was like, they were like, Tony, why aren't you giving her something to do? Like she's not doing enough or she's boring. And I was like, <laughs> boring? They said I was boring. Yeah. And it was like a close up of my face. But they were blaming Tony like, for his choreography. Not calling yes. your per, you you Correct. your identity as boring. It was I, the, I think yes. The, he want they wanted him to in a nicer way because mind you, I'm doing these rewatches on this podcast as well, and I've, I'm at season one, episode four, and let me tell you, these judges were hard. But I understand why it's television, blah blah blah. Nowadays, yeah. you get constructive criticism, or you sure uh, hope for that, right? Because like, right. what are you? How are you going to take back that you're boring? Like, what are you going to work on next week? Right? You're like, okay, great, I'm boring. How do I become unboring? How did Tony handle that? When and he got called out because I just know that Tony hated. I mean, I'm not going to speak for him, but I remember he hated when the judges would call him out on anything, I think. Yeah, he did not like it. But in fairness, had I at that moment, like, and really think about it, if you were at home watching and the audience and the judges, and I'm not, by the way, I was not very good. Yes, like, you I were. Wasn't... Shut up. You did knee walks without knee pads. Let's not even go there. Thank you. It was not as um, easy or as... Uh, of course not. It was not, not my skill set. No. Um, and that's the point of the show. Right. That's the point of the show. Um, I think... So the producers wanted me to confront Tony with like, oh my God, like this is hard. And I was like crying and like literally I've never told this story before. So when I was like sitting there crying because the producers had gotten so in my head about you got to tell him that the dances aren't hard enough. But I also was like... Who am I? I? He's like an award-winning dance, you know, dancer who in ballroom. If I if I were watching the show and this like little chubby girl was like, my dances aren't hard enough, I'd be like, oh my god, be grateful that you're on the show that as is an audience right. member. That is correct. So, 
And I was so I was like, I'm never going to do this. And they were like, I'd go to pee. And the producer would be like, are you going to confront him? Are you going to confront him? And then I like sat there and was like eating an apple. And I totally started to cry because I was like so strung out. And I was like, I knew because my gut, I was like, you do not. And also being an actress and being a theater actress, you don't you never question your choreographer. You don't question your director. That is actually you don't say like, give me something harder because all you're going to do is fall on your face. Like, so that's not what you do either. So I'm sitting there crying and he's like, why are you crying? And I was like, literally, I was like, Shannon Elizabeth is so pretty or something so dumb. Oh, you mean it's he was so- asking you that as he was holding the camera? Like the, the producers would no Tony would be like, Marissa, why are you so stressed out? Why are you crying? But it was because the producers were like telling me to like confront him. And then I was like sitting but they there were filming you doing all of this. They were filming me, but not, but they were not filming them, obviously, themselves saying, no. go confront him. No, yeah. and they, Tony had no idea. Tony had no idea. Right. And so it was sneaky. So it was totally sneaky. And I sat there and I started crying. And then the, and then he's like, Marissa, what's wrong? Because it was Tony. He was like, why are you crying? Like, we're doing the dance. Chill out. And I was like, literally out of my ass was like, Shannon Elizabeth, I'll never be able to do what she does. I swear to God. But that was so nice of you to save Tony's ass in a way. I would like it was like you could have easily have have told like you could have even you could have even this would have been another option, but you didn't pull him aside off camera. And that would have also been a blown to, you know, we are as pro dancers, we're very insecure as well when it comes to our choreography. Like uh, some some people are may not be or may not a- admit to it, but it is there's a lot of pressure coming from of us course. as well to try and because like you are a product of our work. And if of we course. can't and if and and if you've been on multiple seasons, you do you are a little bit you have a little bit more pressure because you're like, oh, same old cha cha cha. Why does Cheryl always do this trick? Why does I did 26 seasons? You know, why does right. she always do this trick? Right. And it's like, you know, I see that these comments and it's not right. I'm not going to say that it doesn't affect me. It, it my mental health. You know, it was like I, I was never good enough. Yeah. You want validation in general us entertainers. No, of course. I actually after that week was like actually when I was like I would call him up in the morning and say, hey, let's let's arrive at the same time. Let's go to lunch together. Like I was like this alone shit had not happened because because right. we were good. When we were together. They couldn't say they couldn't get it, you know. And then the other time that like they like they I we were doing it. It was like the week of the lifts, right? Like the lifts, they're going to lift. Right. And they were like, Marissa, aren't you so scared about Tony <laughs> lifting you? And I was literally like, no, like I know that y'all think I'm this like massive human, but I'm like four foot 11 and don't wait. Like I don't weigh as much as I may look to the like. First I'm, of all, like, it's crazy. Wait, of course. And I would be like, no, Tony is literally like six foot two and can lift my, like bench press me if he wanted to. Right. But they'd be like, but don't you think that you. So they're alluding. So they're starting issues with you. Yeah. They're like. And so then I was like, no. And they were like, uh, and then literally when they played back my thing, it was literally like the lift. And you like see me like walking. But I was like, don't you got me. Like I was never stressed about the lift. I was like, uh, Tony's a f- like, we're not talking about some like little silly boy that Tony was up. A big ass man who literally could lift me. Like I wasn't like a monster, you know. But then of course, like the audience loved it and loved me being lifted. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like 
you know, but I like was like, listen, I'm like Matt Morrison lifted me in air spray and he's a much smaller person. But, than by the way, lifts Tony. have everything to do with it's not your muscles and your arms. It's everything to do with your legs and using it properly. And by the way, that is not necessarily I, I mean, I hope that wouldn't ever go down today because that's not oh, it's it just not today. OK. Like for me, that doesn't sit well in my stomach. I, you know, when it comes to body image and just in general, like I had Lacey Schwimmer on this podcast and we talked a lot about body positivity and like yeah. even worse, I think when it comes to Dancing with the Stars, not the show, not like the show. It's just that the, the yes. costumes, like no matter what, listen, let's just no, be freaking I- transparent here. The show at the show, the TV adds 10 pounds and any fat roll. I mean, I have body dysmorphia still to this day. I'm not saying that's what it caught like Dancing with the no. Stars. It's just the it's life, right? Did- I, I was when I, I like told this story, but it's like very to like, I would tell people I'm like, I would be wearing like little shorts under my little skirts that I would like twirl and right, you'd like course. see my, my little boy shorts. Right. Of course. And then I, they would be like, right before they went on, they would be like sewing down my skirt. And I was like, wait, what's happening? And they, <laughs> and I literally like look over. I'm like, I can basically see edit as vagina. <laughs> Why are you sewing my skirt down? Are my chubby thighs so upsetting to the world? I'm like, what is because like they'd be like oh practice and standards i'm like am i chubby i'm like these shorts are more than i would wear like i would wear these shorts on tv First like of all, the no shorts are short is always underwear like a bodysuit like, i had not they put like little shorts on me and i'd like literally i'm telling you they were sewing me down and editor was standing there i'm like i can see when i twirl are my thighs that like and it would be like right before i'd be going on and i'm like oh my god am i that like repulsive that you can't see my thighs it was did so they make you wear fishnets like not they but did they re- yes. did you want to wear fishnets or um i would have wa- i liked fishnets and i liked the tan i loved the tan are you kidding i was like oh yeah give me the t- i mean the years went skin. by before i lost that tan like <laughs> years years i'd be like i need my big hair i need my tan or else i can't go anywhere it was my string totally no because tan no matter i was just actually funny you mentioned edita uh, i had just interviewed her prior to this today and it is first of all she looks exactly the same i mean she said that she's turning 45 she looks like she's literally Gosh. 22 and she had two kids and she still has a victoria's secret model body yes of course but like not everyone's built like that you know and no. um but it's funny because i always i will never forget it actually i did see the, the her privates once when she was in the air with jason taylor uh that, that was, was my the, season i felt probably the oh, same I think day you were there witnessing it at the same time um <laughs> uh, but like hey more power to her jesus god <laughs> God spent a little bit more time on her body, but like, God bless her, you know, God bless her. I remember thinking that and her, her leg warmers and she would be like, literally like suction cup to his shoulder. And I was like, just badge on shoulder. It was like, I'm like, go, go, go. This is why I'm here. And you know what? To be honest, I'm not a lift girl because I am very, I think it's more subcon. Like my, I'm just like, oh, I'm a little heavy. Like I'm not, I'm not a skinny, thin, you That's know, I have ridiculous. hips. I, I always have had hips. I've always been curvy and it's interesting to see back and I'm like, wow, I was really skinny, but I thought I was fat for sure. Isn't that the crazy, as you get older, like I look back because I'm always like, oh, that was like my favorite weight. But like, I would, oh, I remember one time they would, one time I, I like, I had lost weight prior to Dancing with the Stars, just coincidentally. Like, it was just like by accident, kind of one of those like happy accidents. So, but the whole time I was on it, people would be like, how much weight have you lost? I'm like, bitch, I look, just lost 50 pounds. So like, I'm not going to lose much. But then like one week I was like, oh no, I have to get the audience to vote. I'm like, you guys, I lost five pounds. Like, totally lying. But <laughs> the audience would be like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like. Oh my god, the quick step was so hard. I lost five 
Ten no, thousand. I mean, regardless though, you gotta admit, quick step or jive. Well, I hate jive, but quick step or, and quick step. But like, it's just you do lose weight. Like you start to see the. And then, by the way, season because I just interviewed Adam Carolla, who was also on your season, and he was. I have to say that yeah, like, I remember I was that. Wa- <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I also have. I have to watch. I was watching your guys' dances. It was long. Like we used, nowadays, it's only a minute, and then it gradually increases to like ninety seconds. Gosh. But it was started at ninety seconds started in 90 seconds I when I did the show it's funny because I went back into I closed hairspray like I did hairspray then dance with the stars then I closed hairspray right so I went back into the Broadway show of hairspray and after doing dancing with the stars I was literally like on the Broadway stage with you know 1200 people in the audience and I was like oh it's 1200 people's words against mine like I would like sing out I was like I would try new things because I was like it doesn't matter literally 35 million people just like watched me fall or like like I like were judging me and slow motioning to see if like my you know things I was like after I did Dance with the Stars it like freed me up in theater so much because I was like oh my god it's just your word against mine like let's go let's have fun like yeah. it really it changed my way of performing on stage which is great yeah no for sure I mean it's ballroom's another beast as you know and it's it, it does I would assume it helps Broadway because it, you have to project outwards though ballroom it's it's like you exaggerate everything right from like your hand movement to like right. your chin and then you just like you know for me at least sometimes I'd feel like this small but I, I everyone's like oh you have so much confidence and I'm like yeah I've only a new uh but how did that like how was your wardrobe like when it comes to wardrobe and feeling like did tony support you like did tony make you feel sexy did tony make you feel confident in your own skin like how was your guys's relationship and partnership yes Yes. and here's the good news like i was it was 16 years ago so it's funny had i done it had i done it probably you know, five years, you know, like, honestly, like I went, you know, we all go through our moments that happened to be a very like confident time in my life physically. Like I was like, I love my body. My surrogate's having a baby. I was feeling very, very confident. I think like it dipped like other, you know, that's everybody like sometimes like, and you could weigh the same and not feel confident. Like it's who it's like more about for me, what's going on in my life. Right. So here I was in all the, cool rhinestone costumes and all the things that I love is like just as I call myself like a theater carny like I like love all the theater stuff so like I felt more confident in my costumes than I did in my rehearsal wear do you know what I mean so because it's like because now I'm a character now it's a show and 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 it wasn't until it was like my first three dances were really bad and it wasn't until my friend in what sense like I was just counting like I performance wise I was like five six seven eight one two like i was just like quick step turn duh, well, yeah duh, that's normal grab his hand. but for me the minute i was like my friend was like what are you thinking about i was like the dance and she's like <laughs> no like what's your story as like an actress if you're connecting you stop thinking of it as a dance like as a one like your steps and start thinking of it like what is your story? She's like, if you were being directed right now by like Ron Howard and he was like, you're doing a tango, you wouldn't, you would be like, I'm doing a tango. And I was like, oh, you're right. And then I was able, we would like drive Tony crazy because she would come to like rehearsal and be like, okay, this is the story. You guys just met. You're going to take him home, but you're not sure you want to go home to with him. But now you're happy. Like, and we'd have all my beats. And once I like connected it and it was during my knee slide number was when I like, it changed for me because I was connecting it to a story, an action, a character. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not Marissa dancing on Dancing with the Stars. I'm 
whoever doing my character. I think and that's, that's when it like changed for me. I think that is so um, interesting because like us ballroom dancers, we we don't. I mean, we don't. We're not storytellers, though. We are telling a story, but it's subconscious. It's not intentional. I think. Right. No, I'm not going to say for everyone. For me, right. it's more like okay, what are the basic figures? What can I make my celebrity do? And what is the music telling me to do? I'm not trying to create a script. The script right. is to freaking get your shit together in three days and to do it and put a smile on your face. But may, I, my whole thing is don't practice facial expressions. May, find an authentic um, place in your body or in this dance or movement or the, the uh, you know, what is this? What is this dance about? With Is there actual chemistry? I hate when people put on faces because you're like the authenticity right. is it, you're there. You're dancing. It's always the audience. I never perform outwards. It's like the audience looks into our movie and it, that's just the way it is with ballroom. Right, right. And I believe that now people yeah. may not believe that some people, no, most I, people may I not, it, but it's always, it comes from an authentic place. And I believe that that's something that you did so great during your time. And like the way even you just described it, I would be like, that's probably how my choreographer would describe it. Right. 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 Whereas like as a performer, I would have to feel it and have my like, what's my story? But it's the same. We're saying the same thing. And that's like why, like, I feel like I connect it like it like literally from my jive, which was the one that Carrie Ann said you're boring in to then like my like knee slide and my tango and then my waltz was like oh my god I was like so excited during the waltz like because I had a full story and a beginning middle and end and why I was turning was it was because he threw me to do it not because oh my god I have to do this hard turn and I really think that that's like what helped me like connect and change and how was Tony was uh was he okay with taking this advice because you know he thought it was nonsense but then he was like super in you know what I mean like because because he could tell the difference like because it's exactly kind of almost like I mean it's not what you were saying but it was kind of what he wanted but didn't know how to say it right 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 and and like I think like I couldn't imagine teaching him how to do like sing a song like I always said that to people like why I would never question his like what his choreography was or how he was teaching me was because if I tried to teach him how to sing a Broadway song on a Broadway stage, like, and he started and he would have to trust me and like do what I said because I had the experience and he didn't, you know? So there's some dances that you're like, Marissa, you're literally standing there, but it felt like I was doing a lot. So like, I do think, no, but less is more. I've always said it's harder to dance in stillness than it is when you just have so many steps. You can't even, how do you tell a story when all you're thinking about is what's next? And, and like, I also like, to be honest, like I loved, like, I love like halfway through my season, like, look, as you know, I'm in it to four, you guys got to three, you know what I mean? That's and it was because like, my partner's arm broke. Well, then you guys became the underdog. So you took my spot. And he my dropped slot. me on my head. He dropped you. You deserve to win. He dropped <laughs> you. Because of that, he took us all to Chile on his dime. Oh, that's really nice. That's really cool. We should have invited you. That's okay. I was, I was super... I was happy. I was like, I was in every episode. Like people are always like, I was like, I was back then. It was like, you got paid for all the episodes and you got paid for one in the first one and the last one. And then you got paid per episode. And I was like, final four made it in all the episodes. So like, and then I got to do press all by myself for going home fourth. And like, everyone got to be like, Oh, you're oh right. God. You're right. Yes. You're oh, right. Trust me. Oh, I knew. And then like when they, everybody went on Larry King, um, one of the judges, it was, I feel Len, like it was Len couldn't be there. Tom Bergeron was there. I know that. And somebody else couldn't be there though. So they had me come and sit with them. Oh, so I was yes. like, I got to do everything. <laughs> what made you want to throw in the towel? When were you done with the show? At what, what triggered that for you? 
Oh gosh. Like when I was like crying, like they're never going to let me go. Yeah. Um, and why was Tony? Cause Tony is not like Tony to be also done with it. So. Oh, he wasn't, he wasn't done. He was like, we got this. Um, I feel like there was, it was a time between like, it was like probably honestly earlier on than late. Like it was probably like seven, week seven. I want to feel like, I feel like it was before it wasn't the final five. It wasn't the final six. Was it, it was, when it was you probably, were being called boring and that all of might, that might've been. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember being like, oh my God, I can't believe I have yeah. to learn another dance. Like, well, then there's two dances coming up, right? And then so. it was the two dances and then that group dance. And and to be honest, I would walk out on stage and listen, going on stage is what I, that's what I do as a living. So I would walk out on stage though. And I would literally be like, I'd hear like Marissa Winoker. And I'd be like, are you going to fuck this one up? Like I literally, that was my like self monologue right before it started and i was like oh no oh no what's happening you know wow. so yeah. i mean i'm sure it's not black and white but like come on it does affect you when it comes to like the comments must have obviously you work your ass off you know it does consume us the judges just have to get there on like sunday monday and then you know back then we had results shows tuesday and then that would be done we would just work seven days a week yeah and also like it, it was the first time anyone was like right there after you're like, here's all my heart and my soul. And then they're like, you know, you could have done better. And you're right. like, what? You're like, you know, I know. Like, or, but I, or I was like, no, I couldn't. Like, oh. oh my God, I just gave you everything, you know? And, and, and on it, you know, it's funny. I definitely, I definitely wanted to do well, like get the dances right for Tony more than for the audience. Like I definitely was like, I don't want to mess this up for him. I want him to be proud of me. Like there was definitely that, relationship going on which is also like so not healthy because i was like i just want to be good for my no, you know for normal. like one that's normal but it felt like almost like a hostage situation you know <laughs> it was like i had like stockholm syndrome i'm like i want to do this for tony but like also like the audience would have noted like and also once you see where the cameras are you realize like oh my god the audience doesn't even see that mess up and they don't know what you're talking about they don't know what the judges were talking about you know you're so right yeah well, i always say like if you mess up Put your poker face on because most likely it's a close up of your teeth. Like literally, yeah. like you're doing jive kicks and you're the most hard, like the thing that you've been working on the most. And what do they have a close up on your eye? You're or like, the what audience. the hell is happening? Or like your mom. <laughs> like you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you said also in this interview with Melissa that, you, you know, with Marley Matlin, you guys had, you know, you guys, she, she was taking like there was different relationships you had on the show and i love marley yeah. matlin by the way love, just love i love. adore her um you know with adam also you got you cross paths what what is your memory of of those two specifically well well marley was i mean this is what i told melissa but marley <laughs> was literally like one day she came up to me she's like how are we gonna win and it was like we we're not gonna <laughs> win like what are you talking about like that's not like that was never the option she was like i want to win but how and did I was you like, know that marissa I knew it because, well, first of all, but Christy nowadays, Jason. but nowadays, Christy, like the best answer doesn't win. Right. But our season, again, think about it. That season six, listen, I thought Jason was going to win because I cut kind of what was happening leading up to it. It was like that big athlete. He's a, you know, beautiful man. Like I would have been voting for Jason. Right. So leading up to season one to five, that's who won. But then Christy was the first one that came in that was like what she did on ice was harder than what she was doing on the floor. Right. Uh, I don't think so. I do, because I think she does do like her dance style is like, but with like a blade. You can't have hip action when you're on a blade. 
Fair, 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 fair. Like she'd probably had zero hip action. Zero. I don't even remember. Zilch. Zero. I've worked with I it's hard for them. No, that's the ground. True. That's, the ground that's true. is very hard. That's true. Yes. But yes, that's true. But I felt like she was the first one in all those seasons that was like killing it from day one. I mean, and but she's she an Olympic athlete. She rehearsed her ass off. That's what I mean. Like she's an Olympic athlete. Yeah. She like can turn off the noise. She knows how to come in, turn it all off. And I think that I always said, I think that's why athletes do well in these shows because it's not their look like I come on or they take the emotions out of it and they're not like this is kind of what I do in the sense of like I'm a performer but they can turn off the noise they can turn off the comments they've been trained since they were little like actors we're like please love us just love us just love (laughs) us you know that's like our like unfortunate like why we became actors most of us you know and and Um, dancers by the way and dancers of course Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Marley Matlin, she was also with a professional with who never had done the show, Fabian, at the time. Yes. And she was like, how? And they're still really close. Um, I'm still close. I got her into diamond painting, which is a, a, my arts and crafts stuff that I'm obsessed with. Diamond painting? Yeah. What's that? It's, you're basically, it's a paint with paint by numbers and you're gl- literally one by one rhinestoning. A can- you can't oh, take the rhinestones out of me. Yes, 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 yes. Someone sent me like one of those like things and I was like, I don't have the patience. <laughs> and also, how do you do it with nails? No, girl, it's called tweezers. We're good. God. No, you don't oh. understand. It helps my OCD and anxiety. It's really weird. Anyway, go ahead. No, I can, I can 100% because you're like organizing something. Well, oh, and Marley is like a family funk, like whole like fest, like a party and full I of diamond her. paintings. I love her too. But yes, she was like, how are we going to win? And I was looked at her like, we're not going to win. Like, this is not for us to win. And she went home that next week. And I remember <sighs> thinking... Oh my god! It's because she like wanted to win. Like the chi- the the whole thing was like, I'm just gonna stay on as long as I can. You know, like I'm like this is fun, but like I'm not gonna win this. And I think that's again why I went so far. I also never was like I'm gonna win this until they like do those packages where they make you say like I want to win the Mirabal. You know, and you're like I'm like yeah, but I'm not going to. Like that's not what's happening here. How about with Adam Carolla? What's your memory of him? Oh my god, it was. I feel like my 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 memory with Adam, he's like told the story so many times. Did he tell you the story about my fucking cancer? Is he did he tell you about this story? It made headline. You're on people.com at the moment because of it, yes. Oh really? Yes, correct. So, if you just Google yourself, you'll be all over it from my interview with Adam that dropped he, last week. He's so it's so funny. But, but because, with the way he told it though, it was like I didn't want to, you know, obviously I am uh, m- First of all, congratulations on being 23 years. Is it 23 years cancer free? Like, that's awesome. My aunt just died, not just, but during the pandemic of cervical cancer. I'm so So, sorry. You know, this is it's great that you've been able and willing to spread awareness about it because it it needs to happen and people need to be informed. And thank you for sharing your story Um, and not to make light of the situation, obviously. Of course, not to make light of cancer, obviously. And I am such an advocate for women's health and and all of this. However, I'm also a comedian. (laughs) Right. But so like, it was like Gillette, though, the way he mimicked. Oh, I can't. It's so silly. Like they were literally like, he's like, it's so easy. It's like you, it, you it's like so, the hardest thing you ever do. It's like giving birth to a baby and I, something like that. And I was like, I can't have a baby. I've had cancer, like something so dry. Oh and then they were like tripping over their feet. No, they were freaking be- out or he was. Were, yeah. Freaking out. But I'm like, Oh God, no, my friend, like my best friend sent me cards to this day. Happy birthday. Sorry about the cancer. Like, it's like, so like, we are like, yeah, it's a thing. Like, he it's thought definitely- that you, I think he thought that it was like, because you were so dry, he probably didn't expect that from you. But it, the way he said, and then the atheist pe- uh, pendulette that he is hysterically started laughing, trying to make it better and laughing out of control. It was, I was crying. And he was no, telling me the story. I, can't, I will watch him tell. I would, I, have, I would love to hear the story. You have to hear again. It. It's just such a funny because I've heard him say, I like, I want to say like maybe like five years after we did Dancing with the Stars, he like kind of did it in like his comedy, <laughs> like on his show, like radio yeah, show. And people would send me like 
he's talking about you. And I'm like, this is so funny. It like really like got like, and I was just being an ass. Like I was just being silly me. You, you know guys what I mean? Need like, to like do you guys need to like cross paths here and you need totally to do this do. podcast. Like, because it's so funny. Cause I'm so like, it, it, that's so like, and I guess that's what happens when like, you only know my like outer word, like, Hi, I'm on TV. Personality, everything's right, great. Right. I'm fine. And then I'm like, but I'm real. Obviously, but we were all you have, nervous like, that t- at that time about being on the show? No, when he approached you, like, were you giving off oh, that vibe? I'm, sh- I'm sure. I was so, I was nervous every single day. I was like, the amount of anxiety about being on that show was so much more stressful than I had ever thought because of what I like. I've been on stage since I was a fucking kid, right? So it never occurred to me that this would be so hard, but it is so hard and what people don't realize is like you don't have as much time as you think like from watching the like you're just watching it on monday and monday but like but like between the like interviews and then the other things and then like i mean like listen i knew i was like i was like not i wasn't messing around i was the first person on the press line and i was the last person on the press line like i like we like it's probably done so different now because of the internet but like we were like in the magazine like the magazines oh, yeah would, no like, it's a different beast back then and meaning a, like it was a huge thing and and the press was how you and i would like i remember sitting this is my like son's room that i've like turned into my office now that he doesn't live here <laughs> with me <laughs> poor kid i'm like oh he comes back i'm like oh, getting everything fine. out he's so fine he's like living his best life <laughs> um i would literally lie here and he, it was like 4 a.m before a show day and i'd be like doing the radio round of like okay great we got you on with cnbc and you'd be like oh my god vote for me i'm just having the time yeah. of my life and then yeah. you'd like close your eyes for one minute you know <laughs> with your eyelashes on from last night yeah totally no i know i hear you would you ever do the show again oh god i'm so out of shape oh um, that doesn't yeah, matter I would do everything. Yes. And I would how always would do you it. approach it differently? And if you couldn't choose Tony to dance with, who would it be? Oh, gosh. I don't know who it would be. Well, first because of all, would you show your vulnerable side more? Like, would you show the struggle? Yeah, but I do think people would be, like, annoyed by it. Honestly, really? people don't like it. I'm going to tell you people. I mean, maybe they would like it now. Like I think now, they like I was a like, story. Like you like to tell a story. Yes, and and my movement. story couldn't be the same, right? My story couldn't be like, I'm such no, a but there's a struggle. Right. This show could still be the show it is and still show struggle because it ain't easy. And that's something that they used to share back in season one and two. It was, yeah. the, it was struggle. It was just the package was a storyline. There was a through line and you wanted to root oh, for yeah. every single person because you wanted to root for the fact that they were struggling. It ain't yes. just, you know, rhinestones and glitter, you know like yeah I just I do, you're right I do think my... now it is but that might just be because that might be bad on me too because like I watch so many of the dances like as standalones like when they're on like Shandala like I watched her just like as like I would watch it on his on her Instagram yeah, you know yeah. what I mean like yeah, I yeah. would like you know what I mean like I think that I'm maybe missing a lot of the storytelling because I'm not watching it right from beginning to end the way right, right. it used to be event tv oh, you had to watch. yeah you had to you were watching the whole thing, you know? How, what would your strategy be? Well, it's funny because now that you said it, like I couldn't go in with the same strategy of like, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> you guys, I know I said this before. Oh, she's, she's lying. Not. She's ain't so happy. I would be like, listen, 16 years later, I turned 50 years old. I'm 50 you now. You look I freaking s- amazing. Oh my God, thank you. You look so good. I'm, I'm 50. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I haven't done anything like this. Like I would do Big Brother, but not Survivor because I'd be like, I mean, 
if you asked me to do Survivor, I would also do Survivor. But, oh my God, um, like, but like, because like lying around in a house was super easy. Like, that's like, honestly, I was like, no one's going to beat me in this game. Like, I, like right. gonna, you know, because that's why I won. Because right. I was like, lying around in the house is what I do best, <laughs> you know? So maybe my strategy would be like, I'm so... I just want to see if I can still do it. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. also, who would you dance? You never answered my question about the partner. No, I didn't. I like, I mean, it's so funny because I remember, I remember when I first started, like, I just wanted to dance with Derek because that was the thing, <laughs> right? Like, that was, like, come on. And like, that was, that was like the thing. But, oh my gosh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't, I did do. You don't uh, need to remember the names. Just explain, no. explain what they look no, like. No, no, I was like, I did Kinky Boots with Mark and like, we had a really good oh, time great. together. Like, and he was really sweet. And I, I was like, oh, we would have fun together. But he, he just might, retired I might, though. I know, I know. So I'm picking someone that I can't. I'm just maybe he'd come, he would come out of retirement. For oh, me. for sure. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's do rapid fire. This is, okay, okay, when I say rapid, let's get through this. Oh, God, okay, go. I'll go fast. Name a Broadway musical that sums up your experience on Dancing with the Stars. (gasps) I can't go that fast. It's okay, take your Um, time. Not too long. Maybe... Okay, Gypsy, but not as Gypsy Rose as the like Gypsy Rose. June, <laughs> but not as the like one that turned into the stripper, like the girl that <laughs> was like putting on the show for her mom. Name a Broadway musical that reminds you of your relationship with Tony. I, I, I these are hard. It gets um, easier, I promise. Okay, okay. Um, she loves me. Oh, favorite that's judge. That's a, that's a what? I it's like that one's like a deep cut for Broadway people. Um. Well, I love, I mean, listen, I love Len so much. And how can you not say Len? It's so sad that he passed away. I but know, I, so Len, yeah. Second, yeah. second favorite judge. Well, I love, I, even though Carrie t- said that I was, I was boring. <laughs> she didn't say love, that you were boring. I love all of my judges. I love all of my judges. <laughs> so politically correct. I love you. One dance you wish you could have done again if you had the opportunity, opportunity to and why? Yes, I would be the jive, the one that I was told I was boring in because I know what I did wrong. Like, I know, like, but I I heard you say you hated jive and as do I. I don't like bouncing. I hated it, but I could have, I could have been good at it. You were great. I could have been better at it. You were still great. Like, honestly, if I keep saying this, the level back then was even harder than it is now, I think. But anyway, if you had a, if you had to come up with a, with a title of a well-known song or movie, I said it's going to get easier for your former Dancing with the Stars colleagues. What would it be? Marley Matlin. What? This is not easy. I know. I'm I sorry. You can't even like think of names. Well, just any Wait. song or movie. I mean, like you, you've seen it. A, a star show. is born. Okay, there, there I you just go. made one up. Pendulette. Oh my gosh. Um. Um. What's the one? Go ahead. <laughs> you remember? Remember when like was it Arnold Schwarzenegger was like with the kindergarten like, kindergarten cop? Like oh, what? The Terminator. Sure, the Terminator <laughs> or, or kindergarten cop. Got it. <laughs> Monica Sellis. Oh my god! Well, ugh, now I'm obsessed with her because my son plays <sighs> tennis. Um, oh no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> can't buy me love. Okay. Tom Bergeron. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, um, broadcast news. Samantha Harris. You know, I've only seen Pretty <laughs> Women, so I have no. I don't know what the hell you're saying at the moment, but I'm just smiling. That's okay. amazing. I was gonna say, um, 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 Twenty Seven Dresses. Got it. Len Goodman. Ooh, like Casablanca. I don't know why. It just Love feels it. classy. Carriana Naba. Um, ooh, like um, all that jazz. Bruno Tonioli. Oh, Bruno, Bruno. I like Chicago. Got it. Priscilla Presley. Oh, yeah. I see. I forgot she did it. Like, that's what I mean. I don't even remember she did it on my season. I'm sure all these feelings are coming up. Just. Ooh. Oh, she liked me. I liked her. I love her. Um. Um, I mean, I don't want to do an Elvis movie because that feels insulting. Elvis. But just I mean, called Elvis. Like Elvis, an Elvis movie. Okay, Jason Taylor. Um, what was the movie that Goldie Hawn did where she pretty taught woman? all the guys? Sure, Pretty Woman. It's not Pretty Woman though. Wait, when she like, taught all the guys what? Like all the guys football, and she was their coach. I've it never was, seen like, it. Yes, you have. No, I, I'm telling you, I have. You I've don't only see seen, any movies. Then why are not, you doing this as your fun This is because I feel like this would be fun for you. I guess not, but we're almost done. Chrissy okay. Amaguchi. 
Um, um, on edge. Shannon Elizabeth, American Pie. Pretty woman. <laughs> Pretty woman. There you go. Pretty woman. Christiane de la Fuente. Oh, I love him. One-armed Willie. Thank you. That, if that was That's a movie. A, I don't even know. Is that a song? Oh my God. Oh, the, <laughs> the like Blades of Glory. Oh, the movie is called Wild Cats by Goldie Hawn. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. It was such a Thank big you, movie. Chrissy. Um, okay, wait, a few more. Remember Steve Gutenberg? Remember when he would sleep in his I I tried to remind Adam Carolla he didn't remember, remember but he would sleep remember? at he would sleep at the dance studio. Remember Steve Gutenberg? I definitely do, but do you? Um The Bachelor because he was in The Bachelor. Wait, what? Not the TV show The Bachelor. Oh. It's like there was like there was like a movie in the eighties. Oh, that I wonder Adrian if Adrian Smith and him and Tom Hanks. I feel like he was in that Steve Gutenberg. Huh. Adam, Adam, the comic, the comic. Is, Is that, that a movie? Yeah, I sure. Like that's a movie. Tony sure. Devilani, last and not least. My Tony, my Tony. I mean, like it's it's like that. Like I said it's like a hostage. Right. It's like hostage situation. <laughs> so, like, wait, what is it? Take, take, or that taken. <laughs> Okay, take it. What is okay now? Serious. What is one way? Serious. What is one? What is one way you practice self love? Oh my gosh, self love. I mean, doing this right now. Like, I feel like this is stuff I like love to do, and it makes me feel good about honestly, like rehashing like my past and like stuff like that. I'm like, like no, but it does because I'm like, oh my god, like that was so much fun. And when I go out and do things, I have so much fun. So sometimes I have to remember you know, you get stuck in your own rut. And so I think like when I, whenever I do like podcasts like this, I'm like, oh yeah, like that was so fun. Like do more fun things. But what do you celebrate today? Today? I'm actually going to celebrate my health and my happiness today. Okay. We've got fan questions. I'm going to have to choose them because there's so many. Um, Okay. So uh, uh, how, okay. Yes. (laughs) At Lucas. Oh no. At duh. Okay. I can't say these names. It's at D-U-H-C-H-A-I-R-O-H. I just want to give him a shout out. How in the hell did you drag your knees on the ground like that without knee pads? I actually want uh, to know too. Okay, here's the truth. I didn't know that you could use knee pads. Wait, Tony didn't say that you... Nobody offered me knee Wait, pads. Wait, what? <laughs> when the you wardrobe? were like, how did, like wardrobe can didn't I tell you something? Me? When you posted, when you like said to me, how did like, oh my God, you did that with no knee pads. And I was like, I had literal scabs on my knees. Wait, for- what? Nobody offered me knee pads. No one offered you knee pads? But here's the truth. When I did it in that dance, I didn't have scabs. It, when, listen, when I did it in the dance, I just did it with tights. But then when I did it again for the finale, you got to pick any dance. I did it with fishnets. Ouch. So my knees, I had little teeny fishnet cuts Wait. on my knees forever. Nobody, Nobody offered it. How dare didn't you, even occur to you me dancing until you with the stars it. production? That is so messed up. That is abuse. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, at Sarah's Step, which show would you do again? Big Brother or Dancing with the Stars? I still can't believe Tony didn't offer you knee pads. Come on. Even just for rehearsal. That's crazy. I don't, I mean, maybe I had them for rehearsal. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. I just know that You're I like, didn't. No, I'm not using any help. I, I would never have not used them, but I, I kind of picture myself in a in a practice with neat ads but i'm not sure but i didn't do it that's amazing show. okay go ahead. um what i would do big you, brother sorry, it's but just you so much had, easier you would have had brother. to wear your knee pads for the whole dance probably that's why you didn't use them that would have not been cute yeah right and like you could see my knees you could see your knees up. yes so sorry. there is like yes. a world where i may have been like i don't want to yeah no because then they like, would call you out for having bent knees but your knees weren't bent they were just wearing knee pads right so there you go so um, you I would do big brother it was much easier really 
Oh my, I literally lied around in a house all day. Yeah, but no, I mean, you used your brain. Of course, because I had to win. But I mean, like, I wasn't like having to like, it wasn't a panic. Right. I wasn't panicked every yeah, day. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Losing years off your life. Okay. At, um, at, I, okay. Anyway, I love you guys. What is a dream role you haven't played yet? That's the last one. A dream role. Oh, it would, I want to play Mama Rose and Gypsy. Yay. Like, that's, that's like what I just want, like, I know I'm 50, but I know like people don't want me yet to do that role, but I'm like red. I'm like, that's the role I'm working towards that I will do. I will do. You it's will not do what it. I want no, to do. I are doing it. Do You're doing yes. it. You're manifesting yes. it right here on Sex Life and Spring What's next for you and where can people find you, my love? Well, you can find my everywhere with my <laughs> name. It's super easy. Like, <laughs> just put my name in. I'm there. Um, and I'm working on my walks without knee pads. Yeah, I'm going to actually go put some knee pads on and do it on my terrazzo floor yes, and then be like, oh my God, it's so much easier. Yeah, I've got to go find some knee pads. What are you working I, on? What if I, um, I work on What We Do in the Shadows. It's a TV show. It's I really love that. good. Where? It's really good. Where does it um, It's on, I guess, TBS and it was just nominated for Emmys. Oh my and God, congrats. All exciting. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't nominated, but the show was. Well, you're part but of yeah. the show, so. I am. And I love it so, so much. And I actually, oh, and I actually, oh my gosh, I have a new, I know. I'm like, oh wait, I have, I have a ton of things I'm yes, working on. I, that's like, amazing. You should that be. That is like when I, I'm always like, oh, talk about the TV show. But also um, the original Penny, Carrie Butler, and the original Amber, Laura Bell Bundy and I are coming together and we're basically doing a concert of the three of us together, wow. coming together for the first time in 20 years. Whoa. And so like, I like, we're doing it. Obviously, there's a lot of wonderful storytelling of what's happened before, after, and during Hairspray. But also, you get to hear like Laura Bell sing from Legally Blonde and Carrie sing from Beetlejuice, wow. and I do all the Hairspray stuff. And it's like it's really the most fun I've had in a very long time. So I'm really That's loving putting that together. When is that so. happening? When do when can well, we? Well, we have it? our first concert in Salt Lake next weekend, and then. Like we have the booker, so he's just like booking us oh, like in tour? different venues. We're gonna tour it, yeah. But we're just like, listen, we all have kids. I mean, even though mine's shipped away, <laughs> um, and but we like, so we're gonna probably do like you know, like a Saturday, like a Friday, Saturday in different cities. Yeah. So, so check so your Instagram fun. out for more info. I will. I was my Instagram, Marissa Jarrett. When I, I, I mean, come. I'm telling you, yo, totally come. I'm. We'll be on the West Coast. Like I'm like. I'm like, we got to get it really good. Then we can do LA and New York. But let's exactly. get it really good. Exactly. Exactly. We'll we well, it I don't together. live in LA anymore. So maybe you'll come over here. There you go. We probably will probably be there before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Make sure you guys follow us at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on our Instagram handle. And make sure you comment. Let me know who you want me to interview. What do you all think? Let me know. Hey, guys. This is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.